0: Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Tangentai podcast. I am so, so happy that you tuned back in, and honestly, I can't wait to finally talk to you again. I've missed it a lot, and I'm just finally emerging from a fucking midterm week, so I was drowning in a bit of uni work the last few weeks actually so yeah that wasn't too much fun but I'm so so glad that I'm through it honestly and I'm so proud and one hand as well so yeah I'm just glad to be back in this episode I have a little plan to talk to you about so first of all a few reflections on how the last month has been and then I want to talk a little bit about life priorities because that has been a pretty significant topic for me throughout the last month so yeah and just adulting in general which is kind of like the leading topic for this podcast anyhow so before talking way too much already in the beginning, let's just dive right into the episode. (music) To set the scene for you, I am right now sitting in my bedroom in Barcelona, which has way worse acoustic, by the way, than what my bedroom used to have in Germany. I also just submitted a paper for a sociology class, which is 17 pages long, which killed me over the last month, (laughs) but I'm done and I'm so happy about that. Other than that, I have a wonderful fruit salad consisting of orange and kiwi (laughs) standing in front of me, which from time to time I might take a bite of that you know, mm. and the weather today is, it's okay, it's kind of reminding me of home, Uh, we have a bit of a cloudy condition here, it's not super sunny, at the same time though it's 20 degrees, so I am not at all mad at that. Mm. The occasion for this episode is basically, I have done some reflecting, and I want to talk about one thing at first before diving, diving deeper into um, life priorities and adulting and such stuff, um, which is some podcast reflections. So if you're a listener of the podcast, we are now stepping onto the meta level of this thingy and talking about what you're listening to right now. Because let me tell you, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. I am doing this for my personal development, for my English, which should be evolving, which I cannot evaluate at the moment super much because I am not re-listening to old episodes from me. That would be super cringe and I'm sorry for everyone who does that. (laughs) Um, Yes, so other than that... I talked to Edge last, not last week, um, in the last episode, and me and Edja in this episode, it was, by the way, it was a great talk with Edge. so if you haven't listened to that throughout this podcast with Edja, um, I think, like, roundabout in the last third of it, I was talking to her about how i decide in what language i like to write poetry because i do write poetry in english and german but i also switch up the languages not in between poems but in different phases of my life for sure and depending on what kind of meaning i want to pull out of the poem so if i um, in an English phase of my life which might sound weird now but when I write in English basically I do that to see myself and my life from more of an outside perspective you know what I mean because I haven't been socialized in this language I learned it when I was six so which also explains why I am not accent-free in English mm. I do realize that myself, um, but it's just due to the fact that in your first years of your life, your vocal cords are already forming and you cannot really fully 100% learn a language accent-free. You can, but only if your dominant language shifts to English or whatever other language. Which is not totally the case because, yes, I'm I'm surrounded with English, by English all the time. My studies are basically in English and I talk to my flatmates in English and to people at uni and to my friends as well. But there's still this German component of my life which is a little more dominant or At the moment, I am not so 100% sure. Maybe it's like 60 English, 40 German right now. But um, yeah, I cannot give you like perfect numbers. Mm. Right now though, I am a little bit in a phase where I prefer to write in German because I know my words. It's mixed, It's, it's always mixed. I definitely mix it up in between, but for some reason I, do that at the moment. So I'm writing on a poem right now, and it's German. Mm. And I was thinking after the talk I had with with Eje, like, would I ever do this podcast in German? And no, I wouldn't. And I'm, i t- I'll tell you why. Mm. It's because I do this solely for my own personal sake. Don't get me wrong. I totally do enjoy to have listeners and I totally do enjoy to be in conversations with you guys and to text with you on Instagram and everything else Um, but it's just not my German kind of way of life you know and I'm thinking like is there something wrong with it or no And honestly, like, I cannot think of an answer to that right now, just that you know that this is going on. And mm, I was not only thinking about whether I want to do this podcast in German or not, because like, no, obviously no, but I was also thinking about switching up a little bit, how I want to approach this thingy, because I do really enjoy to have people on the show. I really do enjoy to talk to people from all around the world and especially now that I'm here for I think two months now um, I have talked to a lot of internationals so my uni is full of Canadian people a lot of Australian people a lot of American people a lot of English and so on and so forth and they're all super interesting because they they are nice people <laughs> and um, you just clear all the prejudices you have with one another as an american they will come to me and ask me things like oh yes yeah, so how do you learn about history in german and that's a totally reasonable question because i would ask the same thing honestly and then we keep talking and we're just like a little bit cleaning up all the prejudices and I really do enjoy that and I want to pull that into the show you know what I mean mm. at the same time I don't want to lose this component of talking by myself <laughs> monolog monologuing basically into the microphone and hanging out with you guys because that's also something that I really enjoy But I realized, I came to conclusion that you can just do things because you like to do them and you don't have to always have the future in mind whilst doing things because it doesn't matter. What you're doing now is what you're doing and that's fine. Mm. So I had to get that off my chest because I feel like I've been kind of inconsistent with posting podcasts and yes, it's also due to the fact that I'm a full-time student and i don't have much time on my hands and if i do then i also do have other priorities in life which we're going to talk about in a minute but you know i've been struggling a bit with like where is this thing going and what am i doing with it because i love 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 doing it and i also see the progress not only in me but also in general like how i talk fluently how my english evolves how i ask people to come on the show and how it's just super easy to interview people in a way you know and how i can keep like a conversation up and be like an active listener if you've heard the term (laughs) um so um, i guess what i wanted to say i think in a few months we'll have anniversary anniversary of this podcast So will be one year old, which is crazy to me because I exactly started one year ago the podcast, and that is just wow freaky, um, because that means that one year ago now I was already thinking about it because I had been recording some things earlier than even starting like going online. You know what I mean and. It was just so much fun and then there was this phase of like okay do I want to do that because I'm really putting myself out there and I bet you I'm gonna trauma dump a lot you know and (laughs) I am gonna be vulnerable to the internet which is a crazy thing to do. Mm. I'm just really happy with how it's going and I also do see that all of my listeners are just amazing people and many of you reach out to me and tell me how thankful you are for the show which i i cannot believe that this is even the case for someone but like what else could i tell you that i'm thankful to have you here you know what i mean and um yeah so don't be worried this thing will keep going and will keep evolving and growing and I'm going to do my best to just keep on working, you know, and to keep my priorities up the way they should be up. And my podcast is definitely, it's not my number one priority because honestly, uni right now, like it's stressing me the fuck out. So that is priority number one. Then I also obviously do have, you know, friends. They are priority (laughs) two. but then there, <laughs> what the fuck that sounds so mean <laughs> sorry my friends if you're listening to that mm. I, I wouldn't be a chill company to hang out with if I still had uni stuff to do like that's just natural and if my friends need me of course they're my first priority that's not even debatable but what I want to say to you like my podcast is definitely up in my highest priorities and I want to keep it up But it's a bit hard because I do have only 24 hours a day and those 24 hours, they also need to be talkative 24 hours, I mean not 24 hours, but within the time where I need, where I want to record, I need to be kind of in a talkative mode because this is not, you can't pressure yourself into recording a podcast, if you know what I mean, you need to let it flow and let it occur naturally because otherwise it will not sound naturally at all. And um, yeah, I guess it it is kind of a good thing to talk about priorities now because we've already basically started out talking about that. I just haven't realized it and haven't made like a full beautiful transition, you know what I mean? So that's the transition now. Let's talk about priorities. This came up in my life the other day. (laughs) Um, St. Patrick's Day specifically because I um, I was out with a few friends from uni. It was a very sweet evening but I just have to tell you about it. So I was in a bar on St. Patrick's Day. Firstly, the bar was f- busy, busy as heck. And it was like just the usual shit. You know what I mean? You're waiting in line and then like somehow you figure out a way to get in and some something like that went down. Mm then I was inside and it was already pretty late when I got in, it was like one-ish and I stood in there totally sober, by that time I was totally sober, looking at everyone just not even my friends but just everyone in the bar and like the whole vibe of it was just I caught it a bit too quick when I walked in there because I was like, damn everyone's drunk, like there's no shame in that, Mm. it's totally fine if you do drink from time to time like just be cautious, alcohol is the worst drug in the world, Um, it is more addictive than any other drug in the world and I do drink from time to time, I don't want to free myself from that. But on that specific evening, I was just not in the mood to drink. So I didn't do it. So I was, I was looking at the people and I had a great evening. Even though I was wait, waiting in line for like two hours or so, I had a great evening because we were just laughing and talking and meeting new people and being social, which you need from time to time. You need to be social with random people and also with your friends you know what i mean like it's it's a good thing then i was looking around and i noticed that the people were there just because of the fomo fomo i recently learned that word it's fear of missing out (laughs) and i feel like you can see that in people's faces if they're there just because they don't want to miss anything you see that they're not really really enjoying themselves to the extent where they maybe could be enjoying themselves. And they're rather just forcing themselves to be social. When it comes to FOMO or fear of missing out, (laughs) I have been there in my life, especially in the younger, more insecure era of my life. I constantly felt like I was missing out you know it could even be a bad party but I needed to go and there's nothing wrong in that because it just mirrors in what kind of time I was but I'm just I've moved past that. I did some reflections on how I want to set my priorities specifically when I'm here in Barcelona because it's very hard to not let yourself slip only to the social priorities. You know what I mean? Mm. So, wait, let me explain. When I came here, it was clear to me that I wanna experience the city and that I wanna see a lot of things and that I wanna get to know new people. And that's basically all falling into the same category or into the same priority, social life. I wanna get to know the vibe of the city. And you cannot do that being inside, just chilling by yourself. I made kind of an agreement that I would try to be more social here. And this agreement with myself, I couldn't really keep super well because I cannot force myself to be this kind of social person who constantly is triggered by the fear of missing out on something and therefore doing everything in town. It's hard on me because I feel like I've moved past that stage of my life where I'm like socially active, like every day, you know what I mean? But now that I'm here, I'm basically finding, or I have to find myself a new circle to hang out with because my friends from home, they're not here. I wish they were, but they are not. So, because I need some kind of human interaction besides from my flatmates, they're great by the way, but still you need some kind of other social interaction. I thought to myself, okay, I'm gonna go out on the weekends and maybe even during the week we're gonna see, like it's gonna be fun, yay. Mm. And I had some great weekends I wanted this priority to be one of my top priorities again which I just simply cannot fulfill because that's not the kind of person that I am anymore and therefore now I'm kind of like in a middle path. Um, I try to go out once every week and that's already like a, that's a lot not that I drink every time that I go out. I've kind of realized that's just not the person that I am anymore and I should come to terms with it. If I cannot come to terms with it, then I have to change something about myself, which I don't want to do. So that's where I'm at now. I also do have other priorities in my life, besides from going out and being social, as you might have expected. Another priority, which I do have, is for example, working. Besides from that, I also study, which is something big in my life right now, especially now, and creative time under which I count, for example, recording the podcast or doing yoga or writing poetry, reading all that kind of stuff that I really love doing. So right now we're at those kinds of priorities so social life, working, studying, creative time and these four priorities are great for me to reflect on my life because I can see which one is strong and which one isn't strong at the moment and which one I maybe need to improve and which ones I need to let go a bit. When it comes to working it's kind of a humbling experience for me right now because I literally don't have time to work. I just to tell you like the story of my work life. (laughs) I started working when I was 14, basically was like a little uh, tutor. When I was 14, I was teaching people English and French and also German. And there was a time, Where my 14 year old self worked for five hours a week. I didn't specifically need the money but I never got much like a lot of money from my parents so I wanted to have my own money and I also pretty early on discovered the value of money so I don't spend money on unnecessary shit because um, yeah obviously I had some relapses (laughs) with spending money on bullshit uh, which I don't want to go in detail right now because it's just a bit embarrassing but definitely working for me is somewhat a priority because I was working when I, I started working when I was really young I saved a lot of money and I was able to move out early on which was kind of also always the plan in a way not really like super strictly and I'm gonna move out as soon as I'm 18 but it turned out to be that way which was good you know in recap everything turned out to be great. I always had a job so I was working at it as a tutor for three years. Then I worked as a waitress in an old old people's cafe. I'm just gonna say they gave a lot of good tips. Lastly, uh, yeah, then I was working in a bakery which was um, special. It definitely was pretty bad time in my life. Um, If You're someone who puts a lot of value on sleep, don't work in a bakery. Um, I can tell you that because it's just horrendous to get up at 4 a.m. Yes. And lastly, I was working in a I'm just going to say a pretty small shop in Dortmund, it's amazing and very wonderful things and my favorite job ever. Honestly, I cannot complain at all about that job because my boss, was amazing, is amazing still. She even let me go to Barcelona for half a year and return. And now that I'm here, it's the first time since I'm 14 years old that I am not working, which is crazy to me because I don't make my own money. And I'm so dependent, like my 13 year old self, I'm dependent on my parents to pay me money. And it's fucking annoying and it's humbling as well. And, um, yeah, I don't really have any other way of doing that right now because um, I, I have uni and I have to go to uni every day for one hour and go back from uni every day for one hour. So we're adding up a lot of time here and then I'm home and I'm not even like finished with uni for the day I need to still... The last month was especially pretty bad because I had to write this project for my German university still. Um, so I'm finished with that now. But also obviously you always have to do some kind of like reading into the whatever for the next session and whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have to say that it's kind of doing me good because I suddenly realized how tightly interwoven my self-worth is with making money or with being productive in general you know what I mean but making money especially because feeling independent even if I only have a small job for myself gives me a kind of feeling of I'm an adult and now that I'm here that has gone away Mm, but I don't want to complain at all because I'm super thankful I am yeah not working every few days which makes it kind of easier for me to plan my days because I can just do how I want to do them you know what I mean I'm not very much so dependent on when I have to work or not I can just do whatever I need in that moment Mm. So another thing coming to the creative aspect of it all is that in a different time of my life around about a year ago so if you've listened to me a year ago already then you got to know me as the kind of persona who's very anchored in self and practices and yoga and so on and so forth i was preaching that shit and i still do i love it and honestly i've just discovered i've rediscovered it basically because i keep going through phases phases with yoga and meditation i do it consistently for a few months then i don't do it for like a month i get super mad with myself for not doing it but i don't realize that it's because i don't do it And then i start doing it again just kind of naturally and then it's good again so last year i took a lot of time for myself to do such kinds of practices and i would get up and make myself like a green drink then i would do yoga i meditate i shower i go to uni it's like kind of that kind of morning routine that is that just has vanished since i'm here but it's okay because I have to adjust to new priorities in a way. First of all, I used to be able to go to university in 15 minutes. So even if I'm already, even if I have to be there at 10 and I start at 9.50 at my home, I could rush and be there, you know, by like five past 10, but who cares? But that kind of thing, made it a lot easier to plan my mornings ahead because I was just not super dependent on the bus or the train. I could just go by bike, do my thing and just go, you know. Mm. Now, that is not the case anymore because I have to do a very, very shortened morning routine to even get a bit of good sleep, sleep which is another big priority of mine. I do not function if I slept less than let's say seven hours i usually try and get my eight hours of sleep which i'm medium successful with right now but now that i have the easter break i'm oh i'm gonna sleep so much i can't wait Mm. what i wanted to say is that my priorities here are shifting firstly because I don't have so much time on a daily basis I am sitting on a bus or waiting for the bus for at least two hours and that's okay I'm not complaining it's fine like I'll deal with it and I also found my way around it a little bit because for the time being for those two hours I do something else you know what I mean i So I started Duolingo, Um, it's great, like it's not, you don't learn a language, like, no, you never do. But I use my two hours on the bus every day to do my Duolingo. I'm learning Spanish while I'm doing something that is time consuming. On some days I cannot get myself to do Duolingo. And then I just scroll on TikTok for an hour. (laughs) Um, Just to be very honest with you. Mm, Yeah. Um, Other times I just listen to a podcast. And that's also kind of a self-reflection space for me. So, yeah. As well as that. That my time is completely different here. Mm, I... I'm also shifting my priorities a little bit more towards my academic future. Um, So I'm a bit more focused on my future in general. On how I can have like an academic but also like a little fun future. So that's probably also why the whole podcast topic came up in my reflections. Um, And I am just writing a lot and I Enjoy it a lot to write, and um, I just see the end of my degree coming, and I don't know what to do. Um, <laughs> I'm already thinking about my masters and whether I'm going to do them at all, or what I'm going to do, and if I'm going to do them, where I'm going to go, because I don't want to stay where I'm at now, and yeah all those kind of questions that are questions that are obviously also time consuming and not only are they time consuming sorry my laptop is so loud I hope you don't hear it but also when reflecting on your future and your priorities this will inevitably bring up the question about how you want to use your priorities in your time in the future and i guess it's just a full circle thing here it all goes hand in hand i'm just thinking what i want to do with my life and it's very much a step out of the comfort zone experience um, because it's so new to me it's a new kind of reflection to start it's a new city to live in it's a new so many new approaches that are coming up in my brain that are just due to the fact that i'm somewhere else and it does make sense in a way because the way i'm experiencing myself here is a lot a lot different from the way i'm experiencing myself in my hometown and i just know that in my hometown, in my comfort zone, in my, where I know where everything is, where I don't have to look up where the train is going, where I don't accidentally take the train in the wrong direction and have to go all the way back because I just took the train in the wrong direction. Um, All these kinds of things, you just see your routines and yourself from a very different kind of way and it's a good thing definitely for sure because it takes me to the point of like damn I need to change up some things and not in a way that I want to pressure myself into changing things but in a way like okay I see I I see that now and I'm trying to integrate it for the future we'll see how that goes maybe it's not going to go at all but maybe it is um yeah You just see yourself from a different light. Um, All your habits are reflected by the culture that you're moving in. And my previous habits were definitely a little different from what I'm living here now. Sometimes I feel like I'm a bit allergic to kiwi that's just so far off the point right now but um so i'm not gonna miss out on that i guess maybe maybe i should do an allergy test sometime in my life i don't know yeah so um I have had an exchange experience before in my life. Um, I think I talked about it just very roughly on the podcast some sometime. Um, I went to Ireland in 10th grade for half a year. I met my wonderful host sister Alba, who's a girl from Barcelona, who I'm super close with right now. Um, and I just know how I, I know how I react to uncertainty, uncertainty. I know myself when I'm uncertain and when I'm lonely and it's enriching to know yourself in uncertainty and loneliness because those are the only states that life basically gives us. I mean, we as humans, we try to work against that. We have all these institutions that are supposed to give us some kind of certainty. We marry, we go to school, we have uni, we have our nine to five jobs. That are all things that are working in addition to this certainty in life, but it's supposedly certainty of our life but the basic state of humankind is just uncertainty and loneliness I guess because we're not the tribal kind of communes anymore that raise children together at the same time we are in families which is kind of a, a mini commune if you know what I mean and um, but if you grow up in a family at some point you're leaving the family not leaving the family completely but you're leaving your nest and flying somewhere else best case and doing something on your own and then to keep up the certainty in your life you just marry and make a child and then have your own family and kind of certainty institution. But it's just a good way to deal with life. To get comfy in uncertainty and uncomfortableness and in loneliness. Because if you are at that point and you've never been there, then that's just horrifying. But if you've been there before, then it's just okay and something where you can pick yourself up from that was kind of a different topic but I guess it's so I guess this is just the underlying essence of all of it and I guess if you get comfortable in uncertainty more or less you will also be able to deal with the shifting of your priorities way e- more easily. And um, concerning the priorities, I, I want to continue. <laughs> so I already had money, sleep, um, or working, sleeping, social life. Then let's go to study. So study for me is kind of a separate category Or separate priority because it's my academic future and I cannot tell you that I am 100% sure going to have this in that future I just know that my dream is to write and in order to write you need to write a lot and read a lot and do a lot and I'm down to give all of that time Um, to basically work on my future but I also see it shifting from time to time especially at the moment I for the first time ever feel a different kind of pressure on my studies so if you're German you're familiar with the concept of BAföG. BAföG is the money the state gives you as a German student if your family can't provide you with money for studying and you pay half of it back after you've finished studying, but you are required to finish your studies in a certain period of time. And um, luckily I was never oblique to do that and to get that kind of money. Mm. It's also very hard and very shit to get that money because the German system is just so bureaucratic. So if you feel like, "Wow, that's so great from the Germans," no, it's not because not not many people get it at all, and it's just a shit system. But I don't even want to shit on the German system right now. I want to talk about how my Erasmus money arrived, and it's not a it's not a secret. I'm in Spain right now and I get 500 something per month and that's amazing because um, that basically pays my rent, rent but on the other hand that's also the first time that I ever feel that kind of pressure because if I don't so if I fuck up my studies here then I have to pay it back and you can calculate that's so shit to pay that back um, I couldn't <laughs> and therefore I have to study and I have to actually pass the exams. It's not that I never pass my exams, it's, but um, I am not familiar with the system here in Spain. So I can't really tell you at that point right now whether in Spain it's so much easier than in Germany or the other way around or if it's the same. I don't know yet and this is just a bit of a pressure point for me right now but honestly the only way to work with that is to work with it. I know I gotta study so I do that you know there's not even gonna be that kind of questioning behind it and this leads me to one thing that is for sure a really good episode idea because procrastination is something that I have been dealing with my whole life basically I mean maybe not my whole life but definitely when I was finishing school and um, now (laughs) Um, yeah so that's a bit of a pressure for me and um, procrastination is also a big thing but I don't Um, I want to talk about that more in detail, maybe with someone else. Um, Let's uh, work our way further into creative time, um, which I have kind of been a little bit alluding to earlier. Creative time for me is just my reading time, my yoga time and my writing time my podcasting time my my fun time my me time and um, that is so important for me because um, this is where I really see my purpose you know I see my purpose in my academic future because I see myself writing but I see it at some point going together with my creative time. You know what I mean? So at some point, I'm at least hoping to be able to put these two lines together and make them one and write poetry as creative time, but also as academic time or like work time. You know what I mean? So in, in the end, I'm, I'm hoping to more or less put them all together Um, but right now they're just all just doing their own thing and I'm just basically the observer of it and hoping to get some kind of glimpse of determining which gets more time at the moment but um, yeah so to wrap this thingy up a little bit um, I want to say that I realized one priority may be more important to you right now than another one and that is totally good because you're just moving through phases and cycles it's just human I try to put more emphasis on my social life priority right now Um, I'm also invited to a party later which I'm gonna go to because of that fact that I want to be more social at the same time I know That my sleep is very important to me. That my creative time is very important to me. That my study time is very important to me. And all these things, they need to get somewhat a little time frame every day. Mm. And some days might pass where I don't study or, you know, do anything for my future at all. And I'm just in my creative mode all day which is so perfect and I feel very good after such days and on other days my creative time is just not at all there, whereas I'm having to study all day, like for example yesterday. So yesterday and today are actually good examples. Yesterday I had to study all fucking day and I made myself this study day a little bit more chill by going into a cafe, um, which I discovered here, and they sell, they sell fucking lavender latte. What the fuck? That's so great. Who had the idea for that? Thank you to that person. This is the best drink I ever had, lavender latte. It's not even coffee, so it doesn't put me in that kind of like hard, hard racing mode. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, yes, Lavender Latte, wow, um, that made my study day a lot easier today. And on the other hand, I wrote an exam, uh, which was kind of a little bit study time, but right now I have been recording the podcast for a bit and, um, that is my creative time. So today we're more focused on creative time about my routines. I try and be as anchored in my morning routine as possible because mm, that's just the best way to start your day, to know what you want to do with your day. And or if you don't, then get clear on it whilst being in your routine, you know what I mean? Um that suffered a bit because uh I try to do at least a little bit of stretching in the morning, but I cannot do half an hour yoga yoga every morning like that's just undoable for me because there's a lot of other shit I need to do in the mornings that is a little more important to me right now and that's also fine and I shouldn't put myself down for that and I don't do it but for when I noticed it for the first time I was like oh shit like that is kind of sloppy right now like what am I doing And then I realized, yeah, it's okay, it's good. Basically, every day is different and um, every day my priorities shift a little bit, just bit by bit, but more or less, I, um, I would consider myself a person that has sleep on their top priority list. I would never, you never will see me studying for an exam after 12, no like I'm sleeping by then, sorry but then like then my academic path needs to suffer a little bit because my sleep is just more important to me. Uh, It's also very dependent on what you're studying, (laughs) with linguistics I'm maybe better off than other things but just that you know that's my priority then my priority is my creative time which is very high at the top and it's always changing with my study time so studying being creative it's basically like switching around and it's most yeah it's kind of both very very important to me Um, and then my social time is kind of like my last priority in that list because I, I have a small circle of friends that I love a lot and um, here it's just completely different. Here you have a, when you arrive here as an international student, you just arrive in this big, big circle and honestly, I don't mind that right now but um it's definitely something that i have to get used to because the people that you're spending time with here unlike your friends your small circle of friends they are spending time with you because they need someone to spend time with and like you're both new in this country and you're both you know looking for someone who's just wanting to hang out and that's totally fine but in comparison to my friends at home that's so different because my friends up at home they worship me for the actual person that I am you know and I have some lasting bonds with them and honestly there's no shame in not having the deepest friendships right away when you arrive somewhere new because that's just not the way life works and you have to build that up first and that's just not something that you have after two months of being somewhere. Mm. But yeah, I really do kind of enjoy also to just hear about all the different cultures and to talk about prejudices and to just untie them basically and to just enjoy evenings together and go on coffee dates just for the fun of it and not because you have, want to have deep talk with someone, you know. That's also new to me. And it's also not the case that I decide and that I get up and decide what are my priorities today, you know. It's not so linear, it's rather just natural and reflecting on it is more or less linear because it it helps me to get kind of a clearer mindset on it but the actual execution of it is a little less linear because sometimes i wake up and i just not having it and then i can't do anything because i'm PMSing really bad and then i need to be a little bit cautious with myself and that's also a priority and on other days i wake up fully recharged with a great mood and it's just my day you know and both of that happens and that's just so good okay you know it's all good it's all okay it's all perfect and so i guess that's kind of the sum up of the whole thing you're doing great don't worry about priorities shifting in your life it can shift on a daily basis and if you're reflecting on it it might help you to get kind of like a linear view on it and you have to decide for yourself which are your priorities which are your top priorities at the moment and just remember you move through phases and through cycles and you're doing good remember just that you're doing good everything you're doing you're doing perfectly fine and don't pressure yourself into doing anything that you're not feeling at the moment don't pressure yourself into a priority that's just not yours at the moment you know what i mean um yes so you guys It was amazing talking to you I feel so relieved and I just always love to hang out with you so much it's it's the best thing in the world and every time I'm doing it I'm just yeah yeah that's just it (laughs) and to finish off this thingy I want to give you a book recommendation because I found a really good bookstore here and there is a link best books. Sadly most of them are in Spanish and Catalan but um, they also have a little English corner and there I found a golden piece of book. Um, It's called Bluets by Maggie Nelson. Um, If you're into poetry, if you're into reading a more Wittgensteinian approach on life and also like a little bit of a philosophical mind she has there that's your book Um, I mean not yet but maybe soon and um, I wish you a lot of fun with that because it's great and it took me to it took my reflections and my poetry honestly to the next level I gotta say Mm. Yes. Other than that, concerning books, be- because that's also part of my um, creative time, I want to just really, really quickly get into that. Here are so many great ways to change books. So, for example, the cafe where I'm drinking lavender latte, they have a little bit of a corner where you can intercambio the books. <laughs> so you just go there with a the book you've read and you've finished and you don't want to have anymore, And you put it there and take another one and then... You just repeat that um, great thing why are we not doing that so much in Germany <laughs> this ending is, is um, a little different so sorry you guys thank you so so much for listening um, I was in a very talkative mode today so um, the episode is a bit longer than usually but um, compared to the talk with Edge last time, it's also not super long. So thanks for joining in. I love you a lot. And I'm giving you big, big smooches on your forehead. And sending you lots of love and light and everything. And all the good vibes. I'll see you in a bit.